Being a mom is a huge responsibility. We make important decisions that will impact our family's quality of life, but we rarely have access to the information we need. Mama's Toolbox is a monthly podcast interviewing professionals to answer questions about topics that matter to moms. Welcome to Mama's Toolbox. This month on Mama's Toolbox, I'm speaking with Elise Schiffer from Plio, a local source of support for families whose children are facing mental health challenges. Thank you so much for taking this time to speak with me, Elise. Thank you so much for having me. So first things first, what does the acronym Plio stand for? About 20 years ago when Plio started, we were Parents Lifelines of Eastern Ontario. Yes. We've recently just adopted Plio as our name. It's how everyone knows us, our families, our partners, and our impact has grown beyond just Eastern Ontario. So dropping the full name and really embracing Plio makes more sense for us now. Yes, that's great that it's expanded like that. Yeah. So what services do you offer? We help parents of children facing mental health challenges find their way forward. So we provide family peer support. We help parents find and access the right services and resources for their child and family. We help them build their own capacity to support their child, to cope with the tremendous challenges and ups and downs. And we're there alongside them as peers, as moms who have been there and really get it, so that parents never have to feel alone or isolated. So we have three main services. We have a parent's helpline that's answered Monday to Friday from nine to seven. And any parent or caregiver of a child up to age 25 can call anytime and as often as is helpful. There's no wait list, no fee, no paperwork. You call and you get support right away. We also have 18 parent support groups across the region. These are confidential, no judgment, small groups of parents who meet once a month to support each other, get valuable information, connect with the community, and these are facilitated by two of our staff. Mm-hmm. And we have a one-on-one mobile service for parents who, for whatever reason, would benefit from more intensive support. So we can travel to their community to meet one-on-one in person. This is all over Eastern Ontario. Wow. And usually for over a couple of months. And we really help them get some momentum. Those That's are our... It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. I didn't know about the mobile part. And I think that's wonderful because you can go where people are, especially in a rural environment, if, if it's really difficult for people to get in to any services. Or if the child or teen is resisting <laughs> services, to be able to get out there and, and help them where they are is fabulous. Yeah, it's it. It's, we've had it in, in Ottawa for a few years, mm-hmm. and we recently expanded outside of Ottawa and into more of Eastern Ontario, and it's, it's been a fantastic service, service. There are a lot of families who just, for whatever reason, it's hard for them to get out of the house or to get out of the community, and um, the one-on-one in-person support works better for some people than talking over the phone or coming to a support group. Yes. And there are parents who may be facing you know, a particularly challenging time, like a child who is about to be um, released from inpatient or is coming up on some big transition or is just 
so in the thick of it, they need an extra set of hands. They need an extra parent there with them. And, and that's really what this service is for. Yes, that's fabulous. Um, so you've mentioned uh, peer support before. Who works at PLEO? Um, the most incredible groups of moms, incredible group of moms you will ever meet. Mm. Um, truly, they're superheroes. I'm constantly in awe and admiration of them. Mm-hmm. Um, our staff are all family peer supporters, so they all have and are still supporting their child through mental health or addiction challenges. Mm-hmm. So they bring so much experience and wisdom. The real life ins and outs of supporting a struggling child or youth or young adult. And they complete extensive ongoing training with us also on the mental health system, diagnoses, best practices. They also complete assist, applied suicide intervention training motivational interviewing training, and other specialty skills like collaborative problem solving and the smart recovery model, for example. And they, they live in all of the communities we currently serve. They're locals in Kempville, Cornwall, Hawkesbury, Renfrew, Ottawa, to name a few, um, because the experience is different in each community, and we need our services to reflect that. Wow, that's very impressive. Yeah. Um, what was the inspiration for Pleo? Um, it's a, a good story, um, a similar story to a lot of the, the best um, organizations, I think. It was created by parents for parents, parents who recognized a need and, and an opportunity to, to make things better. So about 20 years ago, there were a few moms who found themselves informally supporting each other in a hospital waiting room. Mm. as their own children were seeking mental health services. Yes. And they discovered how incredibly valuable this peer support was. Talking to someone who gets it and understands and doesn't judge. Learning, you know, the insider tricks, the things you only really discover once you're in the thick of it, like the best resources or how to actually put professional advice into practice at home. Mm-hmm. And they were also shocked to discover, I think as most parents are, um, how lacking mental health services are. And they were determined to do something about it and to bring other parents together too to share in the support and information gathering. So it eventually became a monthly group that met at CHEO. It was open to any parent of a struggling child and it was completely volunteer run until 2012 when PLEO received its first funding. Yay! Yeah. And so the past seven years have just seen incredible growth. We now have 20 paid staff, a huge geographic presence, thousands of families served. And all of this has been in partnership with mental health agencies and schools and government. I think it's hard to see it when you're a parent in the thick of it because as it stands, the care available to our families is not adequate. Yes. But there, there are a tremendous number of people and agencies out there who are committed to getting it right. And we're really grateful for how they've supported us and our families along the way. What a fabulous success story. Yeah. With just a tiny group of women thinking there's got to be a better way to support parents and then growing to this amazing resource that we now have. Yeah, I think it's inspiring and and empowering. It's really amazing what parents can do. Mm -hmm. Uh, So who uses your services? Most of the parents who call us are in Eastern Ontario. 
Okay. Um, though, though we do get calls from all over Canada and internationally too. Um, these parents have children, youth or young adults, up to age 25, mm -hmm. who are struggling with their mental health. And it's a big range of challenges. ADHD, addiction, depression, anxiety, schizophrenia, autism, as there's often overlap or dual diagnosis, mm -hmm. eating disorders, and many others. Their child may or may not have a diagnosis. Right. Most have some experience accessing services or they've been struggling for some time. But we also have parents call who are just starting to wonder if something's up and want some help figuring it out. Right. And we have parents who use all of our services frequently and all at once. And those that call every couple of years as things change and new challenges come up. But that's kind of how our services are designed to specifically support parents when, where, and how they need it and to work together so that parents can move seamlessly between them. Wow, what a gift, what a gift for parents. So what can a parent expect at one of your meetings or when they call? I think, um, I think relief is pretty common, especially <laughs> for that first meeting or first call. It's just really easy to work with us. We're really intentional about that. It's important that when a parent reaches us, they just get help then and there. Right. So there's no judgment, no blame, total empathy and understanding, and just a ton of information and support. All of our services are also completely confidential and parents can be anonymous if they prefer when they call our helpline. Okay. I think that's a useful thing. That's, that's good to mention because yeah. there's still such a stigma. There really is. Um, and I think it's something that parents face often when they're seeking help is they're not included or they're not believed or they're not understood. And when you're trying to get support from your family or friends, it can be really hard to for them to understand what you're going through, but also to explain it's not something that's anybody's fault and it's not something that you're doing wrong and you don't just need to buck up. It's um, so being able to speak to someone who totally gets that, I think really is a relief. Yes, absolutely. Can you share some common challenges faced by parents who use your services? Yeah, the, the range in ages um, and diagnoses and geography is quite broad. Mm -hmm. and, and so are the challenges, but there are some commonalities. Um, often parents don't know what services or resources are available to them. They might know the hospital or lead mental health organization in their region, but there's so much and so much that is free or outside of the box of mental health or clinical services that can be helpful. Yes. Many families are struggling with school, how to support or get the support they need for their child to be in school when they are struggling. A common challenge for older kids, young adults especially, is around privacy and consent or lack of motivation and insight into their mental illness. Mm -hmm. Like, How do you support a child who doesn't believe they need help or doesn't allow you to get any information about the help they are receiving? Yes. And all the other aspects of how a struggling child can impact a family's life, siblings, marriage, keeping your job, paying for treatment, being isolated how to cope with the tremendous stress of all of that. Mm -hmm. That is so much, <laughs> that's a lot of stress. It is, yeah. So what are the benefits of attending a peer support group or using your other services? It's something we are constantly evaluating. We want to make sure that we're providing the best possible care to the parents we serve. 
And so far, consistently, our outcomes are really excellent. So 90% of the parents who use our services report being better able to access the services they need, mm-hmm. better able to support their child, better able to cope with the challenges, and that they feel less alone, less stressed, and less isolated. Wow. All, yeah, all pretty great benefits. We, yes. we know what we're doing makes a difference. That is really impressive. Yeah. Uh, your website and Facebook page are such a great source of information. You list two community walk-in sites, one peer support group, helplines, training opportunities for families. It's really full of information. And I encourage any families who are listening to visit your website. What is your most frequently used service? We're actually engaging more and more with parents through Facebook, and we're kind of new to using it as a platform to provide some great information. Mm-hmm. Um, but our, our helpline is our most frequently used service. I think it's the least intimidating for parents who aren't familiar with us yet. Mm-hmm. And like you said, the stigma of mental health for the parents is really prevalent. So I think some parents are hesitant to come to a group in person. They, they don't know until they get there how great the community is, but that first meeting can be hard. Right. Um, I was reading the Children's Mental Health Ontario reports, and I was shocked by the wait times for mental health services and its impact on families. Can you speak about this report and what it looks like in real life for the families you work with? Yeah, again, I think most parents are rather shocked to discover how lacking mental health care is for our kids. Mm-hmm. There's, been, there's been a lot of improvement uh, since 20 years ago when those first moms put Pleo together. Um, but still, you, you kind of expect, as with a physical ailment, like a heart attack or appendicitis, that at least in crisis, you can get what you need. And that really isn't always the case with mental health, especially in less urban areas. And it's hard to understand if you don't experience it up close. But when your child is really struggling, it can be a global breakdown. Yes. The stress on the whole family is tremendous. Mm-hmm. Parents have to make the impossible choice about which of their children has to go without the attention or care they need so that the other survives. Right. They can't make it to work consistently because their child can't cope with school. They can't leave the house because their child isn't safe alone. Yes. It, it's different for every family. Mental health challenges is a, is a broad category. There are some kids who can recover quickly and be fine for the rest of their lives. But there are some kids who will continue to have serious challenges, at least until we learn more about how the brain works and recovers. But I think what's common for all of the families is that for at least some part of their journey, there is so much unknown, so much fear and sadness and instability. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And you hear that. I mean, as much as there is stigma about mental health, you if you're hanging around groups of parents, you will hear stories about people trying to access services and, you know, in the middle of the night having some crisis and and they all end up in the hospital because they don't know where else to go. Yeah. So what advice would you give to any parent who's currently seeking help for a child or teen? Well, the first would be to call us, uh, to call us and we'll take it from there. So, you can reach us at 855-775-7005 and it's Monday to Friday, nine to seven. And the other thing that I think is so so important for parents to know is that you are an expert on your child. 
you know what they're like the other 23 hours outside of appointments, what they look like before they started struggling. Mm -hmm. So you hold the baseline, your, your insight, your experience of your child, your expectations and hope for what their life can and should be like. These are really critical and valuable pieces of information. Yes. And I think it's important to know that you can trust that and take that with you always. And to everyone who is on your child's treatment team, you are an important and equal member of that team. Absolutely. Is there an upcoming event you would like to promote? Well, we have the 18 support groups throughout the region. So I encourage any parent who is listening and can relate to go to our website, pleo.on.ca, or call us to find the next one coming up in your community. For Kempville parents, we have a group that meets the second Tuesday of every month at Kempville District Hospital from 6.30 to 8.30. And there's no registration required. You can just show up and we'd love to see you there. Wonderful. If you'd like more information about PLEO, visit their website, pleo.on.ca. And if you want to stay connected, friend them on Facebook under PLEO Parents Lifeline. Thank you, Elise, for telling us about this important resource in our community. Thank you so much for having me.